genre. Podcast where we talk about some of our all-time favorite comics and graphic novels and trade. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm joined by the other voices on this show: Sean Petit, Yo, Casey Crawford, Hello, and RJ Veit. Heyo. Today we continue our special series of Now in Trade, where we'll be talking about comics and graphic novels that have been banned or removed from schools. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Gender Queer, a memoir by Maya Kobe. As a reminder, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. We're going to dive deep into this book, so we're going to spoil some things. So you should just read it before you before you listen. You'll you'll enjoy it more if you read the book before you. Yeah, listen. this is going to be uh, more of a conversation about the book, less as a more of a like step by step. I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll pop in and out for sure, but yeah, this one this one we're probably going to break from from our usual format. Oh, I didn't but... realize the colors were done by by a sister. That's cool. Oh, oh I didn't know that either. Yeah, colors by oh yeah, Phoebe. colors by Phoebe Coabe. That's cool. Nice. I didn't realize that. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we start here? Um, do we want to start why it's been banned, and then we can kind of riff off of that? Or do you want to just go over what the general story is first? Well, the story itself is uh, Maya uh, coming at, coming to terms with and discovering air sexuality and air gender identity, and yeah, that takes their whole life, right? From like, yeah, it's it. Uh, it's, mm. I'm assuming that is still going on today because most people still explore that <laughs> right in their whole fucking lives. Um, but specifically because they come to find out that um, ER, uh, like, genderqueer and asexual. So coming to terms with both of those things separately and at the same time is, is a massive journey. And it takes yeah. a lot of trial and effort and a trial and error and effort and, like, emotional baggage, you know? Um, and I think this does a really good job of taking you on that journey and, and really learning what it's like to experience gender dysphoria and to experience life outside of the binary and just feeling so like, like it, it uses a lot of uh, really good metaphors for what genderqueer yeah and sometimes is, straight uh, up like him. graphs and charts like yeah. like really kind of just visually laying it out there and and yeah like there, there were two that stuck out to me one was um like it like it's a giant scale yeah and because er uh afab which is assigned female at birth the scale is tipped on the side of female so e does like wears baggy clothes and has short hair and like it's trying you know, to balance like, it back out. It's yeah. trying to balance it out with with masculine traits. And if E were born male, E would be wearing glitter and right. playing with makeup. How, how it's it's it was more about being androgynous, like yeah, uh, being tor- towards towards the end. Um, right. he, he was describing it as as enjoying it when people are like they want people to be confused about their gender they don't want to or he doesn't want to be kind of like oh that's a man or that's a woman it's it's yeah. neither you know, neither right. and it's both neither. and yeah 
And yeah, and another metaphor that he uses is um, some people are born in the mountains and some people are born in the ocean. And some people are more than happy to stay where they're born and like either live in the mountains or swim in the ocean. Um, some people have to make the journey to one or the other. But E wants to live in the lush, lush forest in the middle. Um, I like it. So that's a pretty cool descriptor, too, where it's like, it's not both. It's neither. It's all. And it's yeah, like... To, to me, someone who's, you know, just a cis white dude, right? <laughs> it was a good like explanation of just understanding. It wasn't, uh, I think it's talked about, um, like, it wasn't that he didn't want to be... Uh, didn't want to be a boy he didn't want to be a girl either it wasn't like i want to be a boy it's like i don't want to be a girl like yeah and it was so that was um something that was really interesting to me because obviously there's a huge scale of this stuff and a lot of it is that i'm in the wrong one i want to be in that one but this was neither of them fit <laughs> yeah i kind of yeah. want to make my own yeah right? i only have two pairs of pants and neither of them are the right size <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um but what i what i thought was kind of cool about this again coming from the perspective of just a uh, basic white guy is um there there were kind of threads that were easy to grab onto that kind of grounded it for me of like oh there have been plenty of times in my life where i felt like i was the only one of something and that's that made that's an easy enough thing to relate to just through all kinds of different little kind of threads like um he's into some some kind of like cringy pop culture stuff in college and you know like the whole gay fanfic thing and then it's like okay well i was into stupid stuff that i was the only one in my friend group that was into i that's a thread i can grab onto and then almost being the same age it's like oh yeah i remember every one of these trends every single right. one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like but but having that thread to grab onto and then and then being pulled further in so you can actually stand in this person's shoes and be like okay so like yeah yeah it it, it makes it much easier to relate to much easier to die to digest I, I i did like those threads throughout yeah and just finding and people that you're not alone with i mean it's that's universal in its own right and yeah, right. finding things to use to connect with other people like music and think like that's yeah i think a lot of people can relate to that for sure yeah and yeah books. well i mean especially like he talks about finding bowie because he had a crush on some person the, the cool, that was into the bowie cool person at school that right. listened to bowie yeah, yeah. um yeah. but yeah that was definitely one of my first experiences with with gender anarchy you know like just the bucking the system of it one way or the other you know yeah bowie um, didn't give a fuck no <laughs> bowie yeah. did yeah, not but I, like but bowie was something True else champion. entirely right yeah like, yeah was, exactly bowie was bowie i think that's all we he was one of a kind <laughs> yeah no and I, I think that a lot of the people in art that i gravitate to do that like grant morrison we've right. talked about on other episodes being like non-binary before there was a word for that like you know and and like uh, yeah. um he talks about being really into uh oscar wilde at one point i'm like yep mm -hmm, that yep. check that box um <laughs> yeah. and and as as a cis femme queer woman there's a lot that i related to when i was a kid i i definitely didn't identify as a girl my mom was the same way as E's parents where like the gender binary was not enforced like I think yeah, my just, mom didn't what do you, what know. Do you want to do? 
Well, I don't. I think my mom didn't know if I was going to be a boy or a girl, so she decorated my room with like pink, yellow, and blue. Which, oh my <laughs> god, that's the pan flag. I just realized that's the pan flag. She decorated my room when I was a child as so the maybe, pan flag. Maybe, maybe oh, wow. she did though. We're really oh, breaking shit. ground here on Tales of the Short Blocks. Um, that's I got to talk to her about that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is and more like aft shadowing. I yeah, think. right. I don't know. Yeah, this is just a realization. Um, that's hilarious. But no, when I was a kid, like I was really into fucking dinosaurs, and you couldn't tell me that I wasn't the fucking Blue Ranger. I was Billy. I was the Triceratops. I was the fucking Blue Ranger. <laughs> and if you tried to tell me I wasn't, I was gonna cry. Um, <laughs> And like she, yeah. Somebody tried to say like that's the boy one, and my mom's like, "Let her be," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I remember at one point when I was a kid, being so convinced that I should have been a boy that thinking that I was born with both. Like I didn't really understand how intersexed people work. Like if that's a thing that is regularly happening or not. But I thought I was born with both sets of genitals, and that my mom chose for me to be a girl, and she chose incorrectly. <laughs> And that I was convinced of this. I distinctly remember thinking this. And I I think I became comfortable as a woman out of fucking spite. <laughs> because all the things I'm into to this day are noted as masculine things, you know? Like comic books, movies, fucking uh motorcycles, Muay Thai, hardcore, name it, it's there, you know, working in tattoos. And like if I had had a situation like Maya's, there's a chance it might have been completely different. So it's really interesting to see E's journey and where that led them and kind of compare and contrast it to my gender dysphoria at a young it, age. It's funny yeah. you should say that because I kept thinking of this in a similar but but very opposite way of I grew up around a lot of toxic homophobia. Oh, yeah. And like I don't I don't want people to think I'm saying my parents were homophobic. They weren't. They but I grew up around a lot of it. And um thinking about like if if things had been different, if I had been if I'd grown up queer, just how miserable and difficult my life would have been. Yeah. And like try and like being being taking the journey in this other person's shoes, as you do when reading a memoir, I kept thinking about like Oh, this would have been terrible in in my in in my particular shoes growing up. Like this would have been not supportive. This would have been not fun. Yeah, and it's um, great yeah. that it it's great that there was that support system. Yeah, is, you know, almost throughout. I think the timing. I think we we talked about it this a little before. Like the timing is good for that, right? Like we're talking twenty tens. Uh, yeah. you know late 2000s we're talking about yeah. the the real turn of a lot of this stuff right being accepted yeah. in in school like college obviously like but just in overall in society like having more queer people in their family right and they're like um, maya seems to be like surround like her sister uh was queer her sister. i think e's sister thank you yeah. <laughs> and even um other family members i think so like and that yeah. would have been probably not the case earlier on, you know, 10, 15 years earlier, or at least not as open. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah. and, and growing up in those kind of toxic environments, I mean, that does real serious, like kids don't survive that. Uh, no, it's true. Those childhoods. Um, yeah, if they do, there's, 
there's it a takes reason, a long and it, time and it's to... usually not a good reason right there's something yeah. fu- something's wrong and it's gonna manifest well, I mean, somewhere part of the reason that i think i i like i'm happy that i did but part of the reason I think I became a woman out of spite, like I, I it was this like, <laughs> I love that phrase. Fuck you. You can't tell me what I can and can't do right. because like women weren't accepted. Girls weren't accepted in certain circles. And if there had been even the knowledge that non-binary was a choice, like I didn't hear that word until a couple of years ago, honestly, like living yeah. in Philly yep. in the last 10 years, at some point in the last 10 years, I, I was introduced to the concept and then introduced to people. But like when I was formative in, the, in those years, that wasn't even an idea. And I knew that g- uh, um, uh, gender like transition was, was possible, but I knew it was really rare and like very uncommon and like i didn't feel that out of my body you know what i mean like i was i never had the disgust with my body that that e has Mm -hmm. like that is visceral and you can tell it's visceral and like reading that i'm like okay yeah like i definitely have some of my femininity and and like and i i accept my body and like i i don't hate it the way that E does. Yeah, because you know, so like I, I, I imagine if there, if I'd been like ten years younger, maybe I, I would have ended up non-binary. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But it's interesting to see the di- the similarities and the differences. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's yeah. a there was uh, you know I've read some stuff like everyone has feminine and masculine traits, right? Like it just kind yeah. of is part of your brain. And this is not that, right? It's like some people, yeah, you can be into barbies and still be a boy like it doesn't matter like it's it's yeah. just kind of yeah. loving just, loving dolls and pink doesn't make you gay or trans like it's right. just make, exactly. means or that you're a boy like, who likes dolls or even like like being like sensitive to certain things or like you i know, mean like shit you guys could all use a little bit more sensitivity if i'm being honest that's probably and true. i mean that's just cis true. white dudes in general <laughs> <laughs> but like this is a that like that's more like you know those types of, this is just was a full-on like you said like this this body is not mine yeah. at all. Yeah, I don't like it. And like, and, you know, well, it's one, talked one about of the a lot. big breakthroughs Maya has in the book is when that doctor or that teacher comes in that uh that woman teacher and is talking about oh the the book specifically that that E gets that's like talking about like the hormones in the brain before yeah you're yeah, born yeah. yeah that was really interesting. Yeah, like having a male brain in a female body or a female brain mm-hmm. in a male body. Which yeah. is yeah. absolutely true. Like, not only is, um, like, everyone says, like, oh, well, biologically, this, that, and the other. It's like, well, yeah, biologically, you can have a male brain in a female body, biologically. But there's a lot of science that goes into that. Oh, it's called um, touching a nerve, the self as brain. And this is by the Patricia between... S. Churchland is the book yeah. that that he reads. Yeah, a lot of that's like... the difference between sex organs and gender and sexuality. Like, there's, yes, yeah. there's biology, a line there. s- biology, gender, sexuality, and like, it, and physiology are all completely different things. Yeah, like, and what's what's right. weird it, the 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 turfs and the homophobes of the world who have drawn the line in the sand of biological sex and like body parts 
they're are, just wrong. Well, it, not only are they wrong, but it's like such a weird thing to hang your hat on. Like you, what, uh, what's inside your underpants? Yeah. That's going to determine how, how I treat you forever. And it's they like, say why, trans why people you... are obsessed with their genitals. Yeah, Give me like, a fucking you... break. Why does this guy want to see okay? my- okay? <laughs> it's one of those things it's like they're not, they're not. like yeah all right you 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 know you're a assigned uh female at birth but like by not listening to anyone later like hey this body is I, this doesn't fit like this, this is all wrong i don't want any of this shit like you're removing some of their autonomy by saying no fuck yeah. you yeah, even and if it's like, I mean, I oh, that's that's absolutely even if it's not, I want to be a boy. Like, I don't necessarily want to be the other biological sex. I'm not. I don't want to be any of this shit. Which is kind of what Maya's journey was. It's like, I don't want to be a boy. I just don't want to be a girl anymore. Like, yeah, th- I don't. Let's like let's any be of this. clear. Transphobes don't give a shit about Nuance. you as a person and right. being sure. happy. They they want to control the narrative because they they hate whatever it is that yeah, and isn't the, the, the easily rhetoric, explained to them. The rhetoric is becoming more and more and more genocidal the the further yeah. into this into this weird culture war we get. And Yeah, it's a sti- extinctionist. Like the the, yeah. the language is especially the 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 fucking grooming thing because in, throughout history, historically, every time you want to persecute a group of people, you call them pedophiles because you mm-hmm. could do anything to pedophiles. Right. They are so like to say that that trans people are grooming children and that drag shows are grooming children is just like carte blanche like, grooming to them for what though to be fully to, actualized to, people like <laughs> to know who they mean. are like that's well, a like, term it's like if they're not if like if if that person who's grooming isn't taking advantage taking advantage of those people they're not really they're not grooming any they're just raising people like that's yeah. not what that word means it doesn't fucking mean anything it's it's a meaningless what? word because the, well no it, like the that. grooming is a real thing but it is no, intent in to yeah. no, there, is their, yeah. their argument yeah, yeah, yeah. their argument is is talking about queerness in any way any way and, and that could just be like oh timmy has two dads like at any level of talking about queerness at all is a, a tvma adult conversation like that that is now a conversation about <laughs> sex and it's like dude why are you guys so obsessed with sex like yeah. but also like not that because having ago, a mom like, and a dad doesn't isn't about sex like right. talking about a straight couple doesn't immediately mean that they're fucking yeah. explicitly like right. what the fuck they are though but it doesn't i mean, mean yes but but so that's like two, that's like two percent of your life, right? Like you're yeah. not fucking all the time. So like yeah. talking about your your spouse or your partner isn't talking about fucking. And it's like <laughs> that's such a weird argument that they keep just grabbing well, onto. It's it's well, we don't have to get too deep in it. It's <laughs> it's it's a reaction to their own shame and repression. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's absolutely. all it is. They're ashamed of their sexuality. So means everyone else needs to be saying so they can see themselves as holier and, and there's yeah and and they are disgusted by anything that they don't immediately understand so and they vilify it because they're also yeah it's all because yeah, they don't even understand a, themselves internal, yeah exactly yeah exactly which like maybe i'm ashamed were, of my body why are you so happy you're like, not allowed it, to yeah. be happy maybe there, if there's you were also by a drag queen you would love your body yeah, there's this yeah, weird, honestly, but no, there's but this weird fear. Nobody's been grouped by drag queens. That's the point. <laughs> exactly. I know that 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 right. They're not. There's this weird fear and like <laughs> disgust of pleasure 
from well, f- from the right that I'll never understand. Sure. Oh, yeah, like, I will. Like, it's, it's really easy. <laughs> started it started uh like fourteen hundred years ago. It's called the Catholic Church. Yep. Well, and they sure. made, no, like that's what that's what happened. Like, yep. look at ancient Roman Greece. They fucked anything. They didn't give a shit. Sexuality was the widest it may have ever been in that part in human history. And then this church became the church came along and made it a binary world saying, if you do this, you'll go to heaven. But if you do this and enjoy sex, you will go to hell. And bam. But but that that's their <laughs> argument against just about anything. Like, look at the argument against um to talk to anyone for more than three seconds who's against abortion and the the line like, oh what, you just because you can't keep your legs closed. It's like, all right, so that is now yeah, you're you're that's, you're not against you're abortion. You're against female call. pleasure at this point. Yeah, right. Yes, because it's been absolutely. It's it's been passed down through hundreds and thousands of years of human culture to be shameful. And I mean, Eve. Let's be real. Yeah, that's well, the whole creation story is. Well, the creation women story fucked it up for everyone. Didn't used to. I mean, Catholic yes, Lilith. Story. I know. <laughs> well, not even Lilith. The. OG version of that comes from like the godhead is female and named Sophia, just Gnostics and shit. But then, oh, look at look at look at Sean. He read a book I've literally about been Gnostics. Reading, like books about this <laughs> for the last like book. six months. But like, I, I don't know. Th- this <laughs> this could be this we're, could we're be this evolving. this Satanist in me. But like, isn't pleasure the whole fucking point? Yeah. Why are we living our lives? That why are we just like spinning around on this tiny blue ball in the fucking vacuum of space if it's not to just have fun? Like, literally, yeah. I can get the pleasure from you. I don't need it from them. It's that simple. If I can have a fulfilled life without the church, the the all these groups, then oh, I see. Then what I don't saying. need the church. They don't make any money. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. Have yeah. Okay, power. I see. What you're they saying. don't. Ha- they yeah. can't control people. So if yeah. you don't need them f- to fulfill your life, they're not needed. And they need you to feel bad about yourself yeah. without them. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I also think we're really just, you can't overstate homophobia, transphobia, racism, sexism. You can't overstate no, you just can't. The, the, the sheer power of hatred in this country because it, it just, there's just it, roots it fucking it. greases the wheels for everything. I think like, there's roots of it that are go long, way farther back, but absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not discount just the fear, the, just the, like you said, the pure bigotry of yeah. um, people in in this country or in the western world everywhere really. yeah <laughs> yeah everywhere like, I, yeah let's not i'm not taking anything away from that but reading a lot uh, a lot of this shit like it, it's it's been this way for a hot minute yeah <laughs> but like it, it's it's been this way Which for sucks. a hot minute for all of More the like dumbest fucking reasons nice. like <laughs> yeah the the coldest driest minute mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh but like all of all of that aside, back to the book to some yeah, degree. Um, oh, the hell of a tangent! <laughs> you know the whole reason we're here. Uh, I think. I mean, I know a book like this that that chronicles the journey of somebody just trying to fucking figure it out mm-hmm. is is life saving. Like oh, this absolutely. book is harm reduction. This yeah. book is saving the lives of kids that might have killed themselves like it is 100 percent. yeah somewhere out there there's a supportive environment yeah yeah somewhere out there there's a there's a teenage kid with homophobic parents who thinks they're the only one who feels this way yeah and and And, and they and they've been 
they've been taught to listen to all of the vitriol shit in you know whatever fucking state that they're in that's banning that. transports for kids and yeah. like you know like like they they've yeah. been conditioned to hear all these things so they've internalized that hatred they really need to see exactly. somebody coming to these conclusions and accepting who they are and it's, like i feel like it's maya the, it's the cult mentality right when you get cut off they can control everything you think and then you just it's that yeah. cycle right and and a lot of the times i feel like every major breakthrough that maya had it was when e found some type of similar person in 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 culture or in their life like or in her, your life like where it was like like you know, finding Oscar Wilde, finding David Bowie, but also finding that teacher that was like actually identified as non-binary, and they were a little bit farther on the journey already, so they were able to help Maya along. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of, but like that partner, if you too. live in a yeah, and yeah, the partner, yeah, and like if you live in a place where you're not meeting those people, the only place you're going to find it is in pop culture, you know, and right. like exactly a book like this is is life-saving to have in libraries you know oh, yeah. and yeah and this yeah. is like, like this taught me like and same in the story that maya's talking about like there's a lot of words that like i didn't know a lot of this stuff like autoandrophilia, like oh yeah super specific thing i'm like oh that's but, a thing but like that's probably something that's not uncommon for someone that's going through what what maya's going through like but it's like how how are you getting that word on your own you know well, what you I mean? didn't either right, until yeah. right exactly right so that's yeah. a hard thing to come across your own so having such a supportive environment is like was so great like it, it's a good thing that this person was able to self-actualize without all of the shit that we usually hear about yeah and yeah. It, even even like we've been we've been at least trying to we've been doing pretty good with with some of these neo pronouns like this is something yeah. brand new to me and me and this that part of the book was really interesting too of how e was like i i don't i'm i'm not comfortable with male or female pronouns but i'm not really comfortable with they them either and then met someone who used the e m air pronouns and was like oh my god for once that feels right and just like being able to just have that click on yeah, so... having having a light bulb moment. Like I think, yeah, I think he said like tingles down the their your yeah. spine. I like that like, yeah, yeah. moment yeah. too when um he finds the pin with the pronouns yeah. and yeah. they're like, mm -hmm. we what kind of shop would we be if we didn't have the rare ones? Yeah, I, like that. Yeah, I think they were <laughs> like we a didn't have or something too. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't have nice. the Bort license plate, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, being in you know, again, nothing. Not for nothing. Like that was 2016. Those pins don't exist. Not even five years before that, right? Yeah. So like, oh, it's like it's yeah, amazing. Absolutely. And now that... we have neo pronouns in Immortal Hulk. You know, right. <laughs> times <laughs> change. Al Ewing is yeah. amazing. Right. So like, it's one of the exactly, and that's I think one of the like great things about this. It's like this wasn't a story of um, overcoming horrific conditions and odds it was the journey of someone actually being able to try to find themselves without that uh external uh, i think we put uh, without the ex that external pain and torment still yeah there's the a lot of turmoil. there's a lot of internal turmoil but, happening yeah. in in ears life and at it's, the it's time, great but like 
that's a yeah. great thing that they're able to do that air is able to work through that without all of that extra burden to make it even more difficult and yeah. it's it's grounding too because like like i i keep trying to put myself in the in in the in the shoes of someone you know coming of age and trying to figure themselves out in an unsupportive environment and seeing that even in a supportive environment there's going to be an internal conflict you have to deal with right mm-hmm. exactly yeah. of like you know there's there's guilt and all kinds cuz you know we we talked a lot about about female pleasure earlier and and the the struggles with asexuality and feeling like i feel like i should get joy out of this and i don't and like yeah. how that's yeah, that it, kind of internal like struggle. This, Getting and, to learn ab- about asexuality from the perspective of an asexual person is is really interesting because I feel like that voice is not like the the, right. the gender yeah. things that are happening in this book are are super interesting and important, but also the the sexuality things and asexual is often overlooked because it is not very easy for a sexualized person to understand you know i know yeah, for for me absolutely. it's hearing it from an asexual person being like oh shit like okay this is like yeah. this is a completely different like bodily reaction to things like you are not feeling stimuli the way that i am feeling it it's not just like a dislike it is you're wired different you know right. and it's also like, like they talk about it a little bit like he talks about it a little bit like going to the gynecologist like that oh, was yeah. one of the worst like Oof. having anything go yeah that was really Air's hard body. to read yeah so like that that was a completely different angle like i wouldn't even have thought of that right again like yeah. being a sexualized person just in general like i wouldn't think of that or being but, a like, dude or being a dude but, like yeah but like, I, like <laughs> but like that's something that's yeah i don't want anything <sighs> going in there either right like that's fair it's just yeah and that's like having that visceral reaction it's like yeah uh, okay like, just anything penetrative it feels like such a betrayal and such a profound like yeah like like, like yeah, it, it feels it's, wrong like he couldn't put it to words how insanely bad it felt you know and like just cried yeah. for it couldn't drive home and just read a book in the parking lot all night yeah. you know it's like that's that is a reaction that i do not understand but i I can empathize with now that I that I've seen ears point of view, you know. Yeah, yeah, it helps explain like kind of the the rest of the journey. Like, like I said, the asexual part is just as is just as prevalent and important in figuring out who air is or he, who he is. Sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're trying. Because, yeah, I said we're, we're trying. We're I think we're dating, doing all right. It's, in dating, it's like they're it's like they talk like uh, you know. He talks about it a lot. Like, I like being with this person, but I don't want a sexual relationship with this person. I just kind of want to be with them. Like, yeah, that, like, are you all the good you parts good of a that? relationship are a friendship? What is happening? Like, why yeah, would I? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I need sex? I don't even want it. Right? Yeah, that just yeah. sounds like friendship to me. Like, yeah. yeah. So that was like I said, and that that's a. I think that's a great way to explain it. Like, from like their like that point of view, it's like. Because a lot of times like, it's not, it's like, what do you mean you don't want to do it? It's like, that's, because it's not about that. Like, it's about all the other shit. Yeah. It's like, I don't need that because I'm fulfilled with all of this. And relationships can be kind of dangerous for asexual people, too. Because, like, Absolutely. Um, we got to be honest and open, right? Or it's going to 
you're gonna have one person thinking the wrong thing well i mean i i've i've heard some horror stories too of like you know an ace person being in a relationship and being upfront about it and the partner being like oh okay but in the partner's head they went but that but that'll change once we once we get closer right Mm -hmm. and then it turns into a a bad situation that that you know like there's so there's so little known (laughs) like like it's it's yeah it's it's like it's it's a uh uh you know a sexual person hearing that and and thinking that they know what ace means but actually he- being thinking that they're a demisexual because yeah. demisexuals are like oh yeah once i love a person exactly. i i feel yeah, sexually yeah, yeah. attracted to them but like yeah no that's not the no matter yeah, how much like, they love you that's not going to change their sexuality like i no matter how much me. i love a person yeah like yeah, it's yeah <laughs> it's it's, like, it's no, a very self-centered dude. point of view because you you there isn't enough media from the point of view of an asexual person for because if yeah yeah. generally if from the just the lizard part of your brain if they don't already find you physically attractive it's it's not gonna happen like a very <laughs> large percentage of the time it's not gonna happen yeah <laughs> and, and i mean everything in culture right everything yeah. in culture is sexual driven especially american culture right. and and so to have <laughs> right. any yeah. kind of like love and romance and, and anything that, like that even. not end in sex, it goes against everything we've yeah. always been taught our entire lives. Like right. even like children's stories, like like the princess and the prince, mm-hmm. like that shit, they are smashing, you know? Like yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. you and can't like, get and, away from that shit. And right. straight, straight men are kind of famous for not fucking getting it right like oh yeah i mean like (laughs) even in straight let let us count the ways yeah even even in straight hetero relationships like we fuck up (laughs) yeah that lizard brain is uh well like humans fuck up i think that's a lot of this too i i think i think like for for eat from that point of view being like oh uh my partner's asexual but like you know I'll change their mind. I don't count, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm better than that, right? Yeah, I I can, I, I can, I can fix them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Quote. (laughs) Which is obviously, I say that. I mean, that's usually a cis woman's problem, but (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, but I can imagine how much more dangerous it is for an ace woman to be in in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And, well, and, 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 and even like being deep into a relationship with someone and still going like, I don't know if he truly gets it. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hard for sure. Yeah, yeah. And this could be a way to, you know, we talked about like younger people reading this, but this could be like read this. This is what this is what I am. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it could be a way to explain it mm-hmm. if you can't find the words either. Like, you know, we're, they're talking about that in Whoa. like Maya's dating that person in college. It's like this is a these are adults like grown people having these conversations and working through this so like that could it could be a way to help relate and relay that information as well i mean the book honestly feels like it was written out of necessity to just get that out there not necessarily to explain to other people as much as just try to like work through it themselves yeah like yeah yeah. there's just so much uh i don't know like it, it just, and I, I yeah. do think it's also explaining it to the people in in E's life where it's like... I think that's right. part of it. Well, I mean, there, I, I distinctly remember there's one part where um, E comes out to uh, your aunt and uh, the, their aunt, who is like a, a, a lesbian feminist since before E was born, um, 
is, is like very accepting and very like I want I I hear you and I want to understand you, but I don't see how this isn't more like internalized misogyny and like you you are just experiencing hatred towards women and therefore rejecting your your femininity and like we don't get to see that full conversation but they talked the whole night about yeah, it and like that yeah yeah and and like that is fucking exhausting to to, to have that conversation <laughs> with every single person in your life for hours and hours and hours and then still kind of feel like you might not have gotten through yeah. like to this day like i told my mom that i'm pan a couple like what year or two whenever it is that i figured it out two years ago and yeah. I brought it up the other day because pride just happened. And my mom still is like, you used to hate labels. And I'm like, no, I used to hate wearing like an Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt. That's not the fucking same thing. <laughs> I, hate <corporation. laughs> Hating- I hate corporations. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, like, it's just, so it's just this like dismissiveness of something that it kind of hurts like you know i don't really care it's not gonna change anything for me i'm a little old for it to keep for it to hurt me at this point but like yeah you have to sit down and have these very deep intense conversations with people in your life so that they get you and sometimes they still don't yeah and this could be like here read this come talk to me in an hour and a half two hours and we can talk (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah yeah, like that like it could be that too it's like you know not everyone's gonna be as eloquent yeah. as e is right like this i mean the, there's, this there's a reason that extremely detailed and in <laughs> very specific ways and terms and like there's a lot of information in this about you and, know, I, and i think us seeing e think through the problem over over the course of right. decades yeah yeah, is, yeah, yeah exactly that is that is its own thought process right. uh, the way of explaining it is even just seeing how they couldn't it's, explain it it's for so not long. someone that has it all figured out that is just like info dumping to someone right it's right. like yeah. you're in the same position as uh maya in the book and like building up to you know figuring things out exactly and it, it's interesting too because like th- this this does work as kind of like Look, I it's exhausting trying to explain this to you, but here's a book that does it really well. And it would mean a lot to me if you read this. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually did that um last summer with my mom with Adrian Tomine's uh The Loneliness of the Long Distance Cartoonist. I gave her that book because I was like, this guy explains what my anxiety feels like incredibly well. Because I'd I'd been having a really tough time explaining to her what that was like. And it clicked. Like, she read it and she was like, I get it now. And I was like, fucking finally. Like, like, having something like that to just be like, look. It only took 30 years. Yeah, it's like, look, it's this is a hard thing for me to explain, but here's someone who really figured it out. And Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it can help. Yeah, so like, that's where there's, like, there's a lot of value in having books like this available to anybody, really. I, you know, um, which so well, kind of leads us. I into guess. The I guess to that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess to that point, let's get into all the pieces of shit that are trying to ban it and make it so illegal to sell. And there's two. <laughs> and there's two pieces to this, right? So, like, I think, it, and it's this is a nuanced one because I think, um, but a little bit. There's two. There's the banning it from school libraries right so there's that part of it because of what is like pornographic images right yeah i think it's the main yeah i mean there's a couple there's a specifically when 
he is experimenting with like strap-ons and that sort of yeah, thing. There are some visuals sure. that are more explicitly sexual than others. I still, d- it's not pornography, but it is yeah that right. sexuality That's how it's being explained. Yeah. yeah, masturbation, sexuality, sexual experiences, uh, like those yeah, things are being explicitly just discussed. normal nudity, like not sexual yeah. nudity, just regular nudity. Yeah, um, but then but, the but next- some of the things that these people are willing to call pornography. Like this tips like, the scale. Like, bro, let me let me like, actually show you some. Porn. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you might like it. <laughs> um, there's that part, and we can kind of talk about that a little bit. But the other part of this, and this I think was is where it really got on our radar, was they were trying to or did in some. They're, stores, they're maybe, trying to they're sue trying, a Barnes and Noble for selling it. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to sue it and get it banned from an actual store from selling it. So. Yeah. Which, um, yeah. fucking try. Someone yeah. walk into Brave New Worlds and, and tell me you're going <laughs> to sue me for selling this book. I would love to go to court with you. That would be I, I fucking just, great for us. I, I would go to court just to witness this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think there's no question, like, we're all, like, banning, like, we all know that there's probably ten times worse objectionable material on both like on all sides sitting in that barnes and noble like oh yeah shut shut the fuck up but all, that, i mean here's the other thing and don't like they're a fuck like you you're now banning it for everyone just for something you don't like go fuck yourself yeah like, I, I thought we were like, all about the free market here yeah, yeah. right and what happened like, to freedom of speech piece of shit um yeah but right, also right. I, you know as we said earlier this is harm reduction so yeah maybe Absolutely. having it in elementary or middle school is a little bit mature but high yeah. school, I would argue, it is absolutely necessary to have in a high school library. Maybe not have it on the curriculum, or if you are going to have it on the curriculum, as Sean said off mic, have a parental permission slip. Just let them know, you man. know? Yeah. yeah like, just let if, people know what's up. But like, honestly, I think this would fit in really well in a sex ed curriculum. I think absolutely. so too. Because yeah, sex, because sex ed curriculum is is so just fucking toxically heterosexual. heterosexual. Like, I mean, yeah. everything is toxically heterosexual. But yes, especially <laughs> sex education. Bro, and so. yeah, he even talks about that in there. Like, it's it's absolutely yeah yeah and about think, how sex education was solely penis vagina penetration. It's yeah. like okay, and, and like I, if, this isn't helping. Yeah, like you said, if you want to teach a curriculum, like yeah, like I had to get a permission slip signed to watch certain movies in school like i don't think there's anything wrong with that right and if parents yeah. don't want their kid to read they they have to read a different book fine that's yeah. there's nothing wrong with that the, I, but the, yeah the like title having of that this... book is your parents are small-minded yeah, assholes like, your parents may <laughs> suck but like you know like ultimately like yeah they're the school should still be allowed to teach a curriculum that they want to and if they have to inform the parents to do that like that you know i feel like that's i mean not an hell, unreasonable I, thing i read watchmen when i was 10 years old and i turned out fine i just want to say <laughs> but look like, at fine. Me. Th- th- this all comes <laughs> back to, to to something like I, I keep thinking about this like i when i was growing up and and the the books i read in school it, it was never det- it was never decided by the parents like like parents were like well you're you're I don't certainly don't know everything. Your teacher probably knows more about this than I do. Yeah, you should read the books that your teacher tells you to read. Nowadays, it's like, no, I'm your parent, and I get to 
I get to decide what you learn. It's like, that's not how well, public I mean, education works. If you want also, that. Also, parents having 100% total like control over the child's life is like abuse. If you fucking ask me. Well, there's but that, but there's I also don't have a like, kid, you didn't ask me. There's plenty of uneducated <laughs> parents out there. It's like, at least try to give your kid a fucking chance. No, but I also, I, yeah, uh, like, like, I think a huge part of who I am, like, I flippantly said that I read Watchmen when I was 10, and I did, and it probably did fuck me up in a lot of ways, but for school, the <laughs> summer between fifth and sixth grade, like, going into sixth grade, I had, it was just a list of banned books, and it was, choose three, write a paper for each. That's it. Didn't have any word count. It didn't have any, like, descriptors. It was just, like, read three of these books. You know what I fucking read? What am I, like, 12, 13 at that point? The Bell Jar, that was Clockwork Orange, and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Like, those cool. can fuck you up. Yeah. Like, those are, like, have you read the fucking Bell Jar? That book is scary. And, honestly, and it you is know intense. What the difference is, though? And it was important for me to survive to well, read it. Like, right. I, I, read, I read it when I was in middle school, and so that like, was yeah. probably a book I shouldn't have had, right? right. At that age. And Especially me, with how that fucking book ends. <laughs> But, me, but at the same time, if I hadn't read Bell Jar, I don't know if maybe I would have like succumbed to more suicidal thoughts because I thought I was alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's I did have some suicidal ideation in middle school and high school, and it's like, oh shit, this makes sense. This clicks, you know? And but I think like, a lot of it comes down to like, yeah, those books, a lot of them are in curriculum, and but yeah. they don't have pictures of penises in them. Which <laughs> this one doesn't to, really either. There's barely one phallic no, image. Like, but you know what you know what, like that's <laughs> yes, I know. being facetious, but like yeah. kind of going back to like not all parents are smart. Like right. they don't know that those books are fucked up because a lot of them probably haven't read them. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, but and th that's that's where comics kind of have so a disadvantage. Easy to point to. It's like, look, that's 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 boobies. Porn. Like that's yeah. bad. Boobs. I don't want yeah. my Boobs. kids seeing that. It's like like do they have the internet? They saw it, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I you guarantee you, your kids are fucking. I'm sorry that, to that tell is, you. That is a funny point. It, it's it's <laughs> funny how like a lot of these books that get banned like outright by like the most ignorant people are books with pictures in them. Yeah, right, because, because they can they flip can to, to a page. And see and, it, right. It's you have to. It's easier to identify. And like again, we live in an age of technology where like kids have smartphones. Like if they want to see titties, they go and see titties. Like you're not yeah. going to stop them. Like it's it, like. So like why? Yeah, are so you if your objections are literally because of pictures of nudity, but what's, it's not yeah. about that. Anymore. It's not about that. This exactly. is about yeah. the, the actual we concept of gender yeah. queer is evil to them. So right, like right. they think that by reading this book they will become gay or become gender like, queer. Like it's like no, no, no. Called... If they were gonna be gender queer, this book just helped them along the way. It's not gonna turn a straight person queer. Like it's just it's not gonna right, fucking yeah. happen. Like I'm not queer because I read this book. Like it's not like. Um, but like if this book was called like Maya finds her way, like does anyone even like does even like raise that alarm? Like, you know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just an easy target for a bunch of fucking bigots to to zone in on and yeah. now that it's getting it's getting fascist. Like it's getting yeah, you know, getting to try and rough. stop independent booksellers from selling it is Yeah, insane. like that's insane. Yeah, and, and in Texas of yeah. all places where it is it is easier to kill 20 of your classmates than it is to get your hands on this book. Yeah. What the fuck? Like Yeah, it's crazy. What, what in the fuck? It's it, yeah, like I said it's it's we kind of talked about it. It all bubbles up to this. It's like 
educate yourself and you probably aren't going to be mad about this book, right? Like a lot of it's going to, it's, you know, maybe learn something about yourself so other people can learn and be happy too. Like not everyone has to be miserable. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because you hate yourself doesn't mean I have to. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's, you, that, that's but that I don't that have weird, to hate myself. That's right. that weird mentality that, that other people should struggle because I had to struggle. And Oh God, I fucking hate that. Which is a hard thing to break because a lot of people don't, a lot of the, the, like the parents talk about this a lot, like, oh, like, especially like through the last couple of generations, like, oh, you don't know how good you have it. And like, eventually it got to a point, it's like, good. Yeah, isn't that the point that of having kids so you can build that a better world point. for somebody? Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, then, you would and think. That's, and that's, but things like these fights, they're really new, right? The, these new, I, I say relative, right? That's a relative term. Like the, 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 fight for queer rights and racial rights and things like that like they're relatively new so like it's like oh you didn't know what i went through and it's like that's that's a good thing that's progress yeah and it's, well, you it's also... hard to detach from that because a lot of the people who are still so vocal yeah, in these if you were if you were a were fucking if you were a straight white person in, in the 70s and you had it rough just imagine how hard it was for fucking queer people you yeah, piece of shit right. and it's good <laughs> like it's a good thing that we don't understand that yeah like, that's 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 less suffering in the world is good that's that's a good that's a good thing (laughs) yeah and uh, like i I distinctly remember my mom telling me uh you know she grew up in high school in the 70s and talking about desegregation when she was in fucking high school guys like yeah the south is a fucked up place like it is so (laughs) very recent uh (laughs) yeah like people went to high school like those people are having kids like so like they're still like they remember the struggle so it's hard to detach a lot of that and that's stuff why they this. don't want race relations taught in schools because they because don't want their it's kids about to your learn. dad yeah they don't yeah. want their kids to learn <laughs> right. how monstrous they were they yeah. yeah they don't want your kids to learn that literally my uncles were in a fraternity where they had a con- contillion day i think is what it was called but they dressed up like confederate soldiers yeah that and, right. and and marched around the fucking campus it was like a little fucking cosplay day and it's just like hey yeah maybe if we taught race theory i'd find out that my uncle's a giant piece of shit that yeah. that would be unfortunate for him <laughs> they might see a picture of them at a parade because it was 20 years ago right like, yeah. yeah there were cameras yeah a lot a lot of these people who are trying to ban it are probably in pictures in the textbooks that they're trying to ban throwing yeah, rocks is that, that, is that, is that aunt karen trying to keep ruby from going to school yeah like, like you said, it's it's that internalized hate, like, and you, but you don't even realize it when you're stuck in those cycles, right? Like it it takes a book like a a gender queer or something like that to kind of snap you out of it. Like, oh, I'm that. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. it, I mean, you yeah, need but that like, external I external force to. Help I wish you. the kind of people that would have that realization would ever even read this book, and I don't think that they will. It usually goes Hopefully. a lot worse. It's usually yeah. a lot worse than reading a book. It's usually yeah, way yeah, worse yeah. than that, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Someone yeah, usually maybe, gets hurt. Yeah, there's usually you know, violence like, I, of some I think kind involved. As, as cis people, as white people, I, I know I've had it. Like We all have moments where we're just like, oh, I was kind of the problem at one point. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and uh, just get a to, little bit better every day. Like that's exactly. all anyone can do. And and, as and, long as and the only way you can do that is by you. learning about other people's experiences. And, and, yeah, and as I long mean, as people let you, that's that's we're all going to be better tomorrow. I, and I mentioned this earlier. Like I grew up around some really toxic homophobia, and it wasn't until I got to college where I wasn't in this little bubble anymore. 
Right. To where like they don't even know it. Yeah. I, and then I didn't even realize that like, holy shit, I'm kind of a piece of shit. And I have been all these years. And I don't I didn't never wanted to be. It was just, you know yeah. it, It's outside of your control. Well, I, yeah, I, you, I grew yeah, up. That's with, when you once you realize it's like, okay, do I change or not? Right. And then that's when you you're not really a piece of shit. When you decide, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. That's when you become a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. when you make the active choice to be like, nah, it couldn't be me. Has to be everyone else. Because like I <laughs> said, a lot of these people, like a lot of these this behavior, it's part of who you are since you were a kid. You don't even you don't even know it's, it's systemic. all you know. It's what it's you all think systemic. Is, it's what you think is normal. Yeah. Because you don't know any better, because that's all you've been around. It's like, oh, so that's that's just how people behave. That's mm-hmm. a normal interaction. Yeah, but. and as aforementioned, those fucking uncles that wore the Confederate cost- uh, costumes are definitely racist, and I grew up with around a bunch of racists, and luckily my mom was the least of which, but, like, <laughs> still not the best. So, she, you know, we're working on it, she's working on it, she's 67 years old and still working on it, you know? Like, that's what it we gotta t- do. And you know what? It t- and you just gotta, as long as people... And all these, as long as you listen, as long as you listen, and you're be and you're willing try, like to say, say, you know what? Yeah, maybe I was wrong that time. Be you know? as long as you're willing to be better tomorrow. Empathy, right? And empathy above all yeah. else. Yeah, which is like, the, yeah. And try. as RJ's mentioned before in other episodes, like comics are the perfect empathy engine, and Maya found a way for us to f- to be in your shoes. You know, yeah. like to to see Exa- through absolutely. Yeah, your eyes. It, yeah, we. And I think that's where comment and like you get a you it evokes different emotions and some much more visceral than others because you see it, you're seeing mm-hmm. this journey and you know they could hate it because they're just ignorant. They could hate it because they're ashamed that they see themselves. We don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know, I think the the actual comic imagery brings a lot of that out. Well, ba- banning books in general, I think we can all agree, is the never fucking worst things you could possibly do. Yeah, um, it's never... Uh, yeah, I, I look how every time this comes up, there's always just quotes, like, just like... As soon as they... Yeah, if someone bans a book, go read it, because that's where the good shit is. Like, yeah. I feel like... I think even LeVar Burton was like, yeah, we would have that shit on Reading Rainbow. Like, like yeah. fuck that. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're banning something, that means it's good. Like there's or a reason it's, that's it's not even for, it's not even that means it's good or that's where like you're gonna it's it's important they're banning it because it's important and they're trying to keep it from you yeah so you should you should um, make an effort to seek it out also I am not sure what day this is, will be released um, either on the Patreon or for the full audience in our in our stream but um I'm assuming by the time this is released you can go out and buy the genderqueer deluxe edition oh, that comes out snap. on July 5th. Yeah, the hardcover comes out because it's been out of print since it got banned from everywhere because everyone bought it, which is great. Um, You know, that's that's the the double edged sort of. Yeah, you you ban a book and we're all going to go fucking buy it. Fuck you. You cannot Um, print it fast enough. Yeah, same thing happened with Mouse, man. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. And now Mouse is back in stock and Genderqueer will be back in stock in deluxe hardcover edition. So make sure you go support your local bookstore, support your local comic book store, support your local queers. Go buy fucking Genderqueer to support Maya because I'm sure they are having a very hard time uh, with all of this shit that's happening, like yeah, that's got to be rough. Like, like he talks it, about it a couple times in the book about like being perceived as fucking terrifying, and like 
he never wanted to write a autobiographical comic in the first place and now this shit is happening like fuck that's gotta be scary so yeah, like that's, that's send tough. any love my way that you can you know it's got to be a double-edged sword because on one end it's like you're you're your book is is selling. People are relating to it. People are saying good things about it. But it's because of this campaign of hate. Yeah. So it's like right. it's like I I am I glad people are relating to my book? Absolutely. Am I glad that it's because of this reason? Probably not. <laughs> well, and and that's the the scary thing is that like this is a this is a hateful group of people mm-hmm. that are that are condemning this book. Right. So like I'm like I'm scared for yeah. M. Like I, I like I hope that M has like their like address hidden. You know what I mean? Like there's like there's fucking extremists out there that are fucking terrifying and like send whatever love M's way that you can. Yeah. You know, like <sighs> yeah, man. scary. Scary shit out there. Well, hopefully this comes out uh still in Pride Month. Um we're, we might kind of switch up the, the order of things so we could sneak it in. But a uh, happy Pride cool. Month. Uh, <laughs> just go Venmo your queer friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, reparations. Her, for, I do that all the time. <laughs> she, she has yeah, enough of Shonda's given me so much money. Shauna's <laughs> <laughs> at the top of the bail fund list for when I get arrested. Yeah, I helped her move twice. I'm go- I-, I think Casey's full. All right, I got to find a new queer friend to give money to. Well, if you're DM out there, Sean, Sean with, your, uh, with your cash yeah, app, drop your cash app at the thread. We'll, uh... <laughs> oh man. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it for us. Um, I, I enjoyed this. I, I was, I'm so stupid. I was a bit trepidatious about this. Cause again, it's like talking about this book from my perspective, like who gives a shit, right? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I said this when I finished it, right? Like this book is not for me. But it's, I still understand the value of this book, right? Well, I would like, argue that it is for you yeah, I mean, because I, as, as cisgender people, we have the privilege to stand in the line of fire for Maya and people like Maya, you know, like that's, that's my biggest thing right now with like the don't say gay shit. Like I'm going to Florida next week and I'm going to say gay as frequently and as loudly as I possibly can because I am cis and it's, I, I am statistically less likely to be murdered for saying gay. So, so as cisgender people and as straight people, yeah, if anything, y'all need to know about it, you know, and I need to know about it. This book was valuable to me. Um, Exactly. It, it, it kind of it, it reached me and connected with me in in ways I wasn't expecting, and I'm really glad I read it. <laughs> and I yeah. I encourage you, the listener, to to go and find it. Um, yeah, yeah. Pre-order your hardcover from your local comic shop <laughs> today, because also you know the shipping is a nightmare. So pre-order it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I guess uh, I guess that'll wrap us up. Um, yeah. So if if you're a Patreon listener, you're getting this first. Congratulations. Uh, you if, did it. If not, you're getting this a little bit later, be it a week, maybe two weeks. If you want you it earlier, it. give us your money. Uh, after you're done Venmoing all your queer friends, you can come hop over to our yeah, Discord. Whatever's left over, just give it to us. I'll, uh, I'll give you a <laughs> yeah, link to... it's only $3 to... to join the Dueling Genre Patreon, so like, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, $3. that's less than a copy of the latest issue of Spawn. 
And then you'll have plenty of queer friends because you'll be on the Discord and there's, there's yeah, lots you'll be giving. Of... You know how many queer people are on Dueling Genre? So yeah. many. It's yeah. basically yeah. reparations. Yeah, you should Let's join our Discord. Up. I'm going to give you links to that <laughs> in the episode description also. Uh, join the party. Join the conversation. Um, yeah, tell us how you felt about genderqueer. Tell us how you related. Like, tell us what you learned. Like, we want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm sure we missed something, you know, that was worth discussing. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Week's Comics. Uh, go follow at Dueling Genre. Um, keep keep up to date on all the cool stuff that's going on in Dueling Genre. You should check it all out. It's all good. Um, yeah. For uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this has been Tales from the Short Blocks Now in Trade. Bye, everybody.